the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Advocate with your host, Nick Phillips. And now, here's your host, Nick Phillips. Welcome to another edition of The Advocate. I'm your host, Nick Phillips. We're going to be talking to Mike Lamb, who is a candidate for the Ohio House of Representatives District Number 16, and find out what all is going on with that particular race. Mike, thank you for joining us. Nick, it's great to talk to you. How are you doing? I'm, I'm doing great. It's uh, Everything is going so well. How are things going for you? You're on the campaign trail and uh, for District 16. First off, before we talk about what all you're doing, what makes up District 16? District 16 is comprised of six communities. It's Bay Village, Westlake, North Olmstead, Olmstead Falls, Olmstead Township, and Berea. How, about how many people make up that district? What's the population look like? It's, it's roughly around the 120,000 range, which is what they how they kind of set up all of the districts to be plus or minus, like, I think it's 5%. Well, campaigning, uh, how many of the 120,000 people have you met? Most of them? <laughs> which I think I'm like. Uh, I wish I could talk to every single one of them because... It, it, the amount of information that people give you about the district, about how they feel about the district, is immense. They they definitely like to talk about what's going on. For the listeners who aren't familiar with the Ohio government, what does a representative do opposed to a senator? We we start it, it's a lot of the things start in the, the House of Representatives where you'll su- submit. Uh, bills for consideration that actually do with spending of money and just the, the running of the state government. And that's where bills originate and start going through the process to becoming law. So that uh, that is definitely where it all happens. Now, with regard to this particular race, what made you decide to run for this position? Uh, it's... I've been in public service for almost my entire career. Mm-hmm. I started out doing patient care at a hospital, then moved from there to the Cleveland Municipal Court, and I worked in the bailiff's department, and then to the police department, both in uh, the city of Cleveland itself and then the city of Shaker Heights. So I've been dealing with the customer service and for quite some time, and what I want to do is I want to take the experiences that I have gained in all of those locations to me, to Columbus, to make a difference, to make life better for number one is the 16th district. Cause that's who's electing me. Number two would be Cuyahoga County. And then number three would be the state of Ohio as a whole. When did you start your campaign? I started it. Back in about November is when the groundwork was laid. And then we started going door to door when the weather broke at the end of 
March, and we've knocked on pretty close to 10,000 doors. Wow, that uh, ten thousand—that's that's a lot of knuckle time on your on your hands. But uh, <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying like heck to wear out the uh, <laughs> pair of running shoes that I bought to do this with. We're we're out the shoes. We're talking to Mike Lem. He's a candidate for the uh, state representative position of Ohio House District Number Sixteen. Uh, and we're going to talk more with Mike after this break. We're going to be talking about what goes on in Columbus, what he's going to do in Columbus, and how the campaign is going. So don't go away. We'll take a short break. We'll be back with Nick Phillips, the advocate here in WHK. Don't go away. And now, back to the advocate with your host, Nick Phillips. Welcome back, Cleveland. Nick Phillips with you with another segment of The Advocate. I'm your host. And uh, with us today, we have Mike Lamb, who is a representative candidate for the Ohio House of Representatives, District 16. Mike, thank you for joining us. You're welcome, Nick. The uh, 10,000 doors you said you were knocking on, that that's a tremendous amount. I don't know how you even keep track of all of that. But uh, with that, going through a campaign... When you go through a campaign, you have to do all kinds of things. You uh, Tell me if you've done all these things. You have signs. You had to walk in parades. Uh, you're calling people. You're visiting groups. Uh, how much of your time do you spend throughout the the normal week in campaigning since you started this back in November? I, I can tell you it is amazing. Not only do I have a full-time job, but this is like another job and a half. I am... I'm going to bed anywhere from uh, 11.30 to 12.30 at night and getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning because it's just constant setting up the list of who to talk to, setting up the walk list. It's just amazing the amount of, the amount of work that goes into getting it all together and running it. In doing all that time, you're like the chief head cook and bottle washer for the whole operation. You're the candidate, plus you are sort of directing the campaign and scheduling things. Uh, when, when you're out there, you actually have to slow down and actually talk to people, 10,000 doors. What, what have you been finding out from talking to the people? What are their concerns about the state of Ohio? Well, you see, that, that's the one thing about walking door to door. It's, uh, it is somewhat talking to them so they get to know me, get to know my position. But the main part is, listening to them and listening to what they say that to them is important for their households and their community. And I can tell you from listening to them, there are three things that they say are the most important that I need to take with me to Columbus. The number one issue on everybody's mind is the economy and jobs, hands down. Number two which kind of surprised me, and it's, it's been across all the communities, was education. And then the number three thing was safety and security. I mean, it, it's, it's without fail when you, you can almost look at how they're going to respond to the question when you go to the door. And if, if they're a younger, uh, a younger mm-hmm, couple, mm-hmm. they're really concerned about education and what their, what their children are learning in school because they want them to come out and be totally prepared for life in the the job market. What what are some of the educational issues that they have? I mean, we have very trendy, popular issues that are being debated all the time. 
about education with regard to you know, different theories that are being taught and so forth. But um, is that shared by the people you're talking to, or are they more interested in the practical side of education, getting their children educated so they can become employable? They're bringing up the practical side of it. They want to make sure that when their child graduates, whether it's eighth grade, twelfth grade, or college, that they are prepared for the the, the job market for going into the the real world. Um, they 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 want the the focus to be on making sure that when they leave school, that they have the, the math skills. The, the skills and sciences, the skills so they could either make the choice of going on to college or you're hearing more and more of them bring up too that they're a little bit more open to the, the, the trade school route. How Do they have any suggestions? Because sometimes, I mean, talking to 10,000 people uh, over these months, did you hear any really neat ideas that, uh, you know, coming from the grassroots that, my goodness, we haven't heard about this yet, but it, that's a good idea. Anything like that strike you? Uh, a lot of it has to do with the the, the funding of the schools. Mm-hmm. They're, they're really concerned that, you know, the schools have to go to them so often that they, they, they want to see that change. And I, I know there's some issues that are out there that I'm hoping will positively affect schools. It's just to try to find the information on it. it, it it's very difficult. Um, hmm. And part of what they, they also say, and they're kind of sick of hearing this, is that, you know, they'll talk to their friends and it's like, yeah, you know, my, my child got this great degree or they've got this great training. And then it's generally followed by, well, where are they going to move to find a job? And if you look at it, part of why I'm running is the whole the safety and security aspect, and all three of the issues kind of tie into safety and security. Right, right. If if you have that good job, you have the ability to provide safety and security for your family. If you have good education, again, you can be pretty sure that you'll have that safety and security. And the last one is the law enforcement part of it, where you have that, you know you'll have the safety and security that you want. Well, let's talk about safety and security for a while as a big thing. I'm, I'm surprised that's number three. <laughs> in, in my uh, my mind, it's typically always number one. Without uh, Safety and security is something you'll notice if you don't have it. And uh, then it becomes really an obsession with you to get back to those warm, safe days when you could feel safe. Safety and security, what, what kind of problems do the people seem to fear the most out there? It's the general increase in crime that they're seeing, that they're seeing. And part of what it is, is you have to have somebody that will be down in Columbus supporting law enforcement because they realize that law enforcement is getting harder and harder to find people to actually go into that profession. And they're, they're seeing it by the, the numbers of police officers, uh, the numbers of openings at the different police departments around the community mm-hmm. uh, part of what they need is they they need to make sure that their funding will be in place that you're not going to defund the police that they 
have the support down in Columbus that, you know, will kind of get people to just, hey, hold on a second. Let's let everything run its course before you make a snap judgment on it. And then the third part is make sure that they get the full training, too, because part of what the Supreme Court does when they come out with their rulings that affect how you do a police job, they give you a roadmap. And the best thing is to train them on how to use that roadmap so that they're properly applying all of the concepts that come from the Supreme Court. Uh, another mm-hmm. huge thing is this thing about abolishing cash bail is a completely terrible idea. We have issue one on the ballot specifically for that. You, there, there are certain people that that applies to that they deal with on a regular basis in the, the prison system. And I can tell you from even talking to people that work in the jail, you see it that now they no longer have the low-level offenders in jail, so much so that the people that they have are the worst of the worst that you need that bail in there to make sure that they're not out reoffending. And I, I know it would be one of those things that had I been down there, I would have definitely voted to make sure that that issue one was on the ballot so that people have the ability to vote to require mm-hmm. the judges to, con- to consider the safety of the public when they are setting bail. Do, do we have any statistics or any feel for uh, how many people who are out either on bond or out just on their own signature are reoffending? I, w- I wish I had that. I, I don't have yeah. that specific figure. But I know for the most serious crimes, the idea of uh, letting people back out. The, the whole idea with issue one has to do with pretrial controls of offenders or accused offenders, I believe. And uh, the thought is, uh, I, I I agree with you. I don't see how that uh, the courts can just let people who are dangerous out there, or at least suspected, strongly suspected of being dangerous, to be out, because uh, I'm wondering whether these people actually voluntarily show up for court if they don't have any real money at stake. They're just out, out and about. But uh, and, and, and that's that, that's that's absolutely correct. Because I mean, if there is no potential penalty that they're going to suffer, they're they're just going to sit there and go out and reoffend. Well, we see some of these cities where the prosecutors have made a public announcement that they're not going to prosecute for misdemeanors. And I, I think we've all seen the uh, the news clips where you show people actually just going into like drugstores, like into a Walgreens or something, just start cleaning the shelves and walking out. And nobody stops them. They just they're stealing blatantly on camera, knowing that. And, and the problem and the problem is situations like that <clears throat> hurt the communities that need those services the most, and that's part of those the people that go in there to do it don't understand. It's like the ones that need the Police protection the most are harmed the greatest when you defund the police, when you don't have cash bail. So it's, a, it's that vicious cycle of despair that you don't want to be in. Mike, well, I can see that. We're going to take a short break. We're talking to Mike Lamb, who is a candidate running for Ohio House District Number 16. And uh, Election Day is coming up soon, and uh, Mike has been out there talking to a lot of people, 10,000 doors he said in District 16, and we're, we're talking about what he found when he's out there. So don't go away. We're going to take a short break. We'll be back with Mike Lamb in, in a moment. So we'll be right back. Don't go away. 
And now, back to The Advocate with your host, Nick Phillips. Welcome back, Cleveland. Nick Phillips with you with our final segment of The Advocate for today. We're talking to Mike Lamb, who's a candidate for the Ohio House District Number 16 as a state rep- representative. So, Mike, thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. Uh, you've been working hard since last November. Boy, the uh, election's coming up, so I'm sure you're thinking, finally, it's it's almost here. So if um, if you win, which, you know, we do have fair and free elections, so it's almost like, can we predict the future? Well, probably not. But let's assume you win and you go down to Columbus in January. Uh, do you have some goals that you want to look into more deeply and get involved with down there? Uh, definitely. It, it is the all about jobs. You need to make sure that we have the jobs because everything revolves around that. Because if the parents have a good job, then their children will see them with that good job and realize that education is that important to get that good job, which will mean good jobs, people paying attention to education. They, they won't be out inter, interacting with the police as much as possible or as much as they do now. I'm sorry. Uh, but the couple of things, though, with the jobs, you know, you need to make sure that we move as many bureaucratic hurdles as possible. It should be easy to do business in Ohio. You've got these businesses that you see wanting to flee the high-tax West Coast states. We should be inviting in Ohio so that they want to come and relocate here. You saw Tesla move from uh, California to, I'm sorry, yeah, California to Austin, Texas. It's, mm-hmm. We should get them to move into Ohio. We should. Because when, when you look at it, and, and I, I base this on talking to a lot of the FBI agents that I ran into during my career, because they would all say the same thing. They would complain about Cleveland getting transferred here until they moved here. And then when they moved here, they're like, oh, my God, this is a really great place to live. Yeah, we need to get that idea out to the businesses, so they want to move here. Well, as you're mentioning that, you know, what comes to mind is not only what Ohio has to offer, but what it doesn't have. Uh, we, we don't have earthquakes. We don't have large wildfires. We, we don't have hurricanes. Uh, we don't have flooding. We have plenty of fl- uh, fresh water. We have national sports team, a great orchestra, and uh, we have a beautiful park system here with a national park attached. So why wouldn't people want to come to a place where real estate is reasonable, too, by the way? <laughs> so I think I yes, just sold Cleveland. You, yes, and when you look at it, too, you work with the business incubators to get the idea people to come here, especially the younger ones, because I was, I was involved with the business incubator. And I tell you, they, they do a great job of helping you get your product to market. So you, you work with them. And then the big thing, too, is you work with the, the old line industries, the steel that made this area. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. when you look at it, we have now with Cleveland Cliffs, the biggest roll producer of steel in the country. You have, they're also a supplier, plus their hot brick out oven. We are positioned to be both a new line with Intel coming in, as well as the old line with steel. We should be the center of business for the United States. Well, with, just, with, have, with people like you, Don and Columbus, I think we'll have a good chance of, of getting that accomplished. Uh, 
I happen to agree with uh, everything you said there, Mike. So congratulations and good luck. In the last uh, minute we have here, what are you going to do for this last week or two before the election? I'm, I'm continually going out and hitting as many doors as possible because it's to get my message out to them as well as to have them tell me what they want me to take with, with me to Columbus. Because I look at it as I am going down there for the people of the 16th district. I've been a 20 year resident here and I want to protect it and make sure that their interest is represented down in Columbus. Very good. As vehemently as I possibly can. Well, very good. Well, Mike Lamb, uh, for all of you out in the 16th district, keep your eyes open for Mike Lamb before the election and election day, I'm sure. Mike, good luck to you and thank you for joining us today. Thank you very much, Nick. It was a pleasure talking to you. Well, and elections coming up on the 8th of November, so everyone, make sure you get out there and vote. No matter how you vote, be sure to participate. And that's our show for today, so thank you for joining us. We'll be back next week, same time, same station. So between now and then, have a great, healthy, and safe week. Goodbye. In a dream, or in my drifting days after the war, I found a tea room north of the Mozambique shore. Worn Persian carpet on the sandwood floor. Road-pointed slippers by the bamboo door. On the wall, a faded picture of a movie queen. Torn from the pages of some ancient magazine. Sleeping parrot, dreaming parrot dreams. And I sat and watched the Zanzibar sunset. Sat and drank my fresh mint tea. With nothing to do until morning. The Advocate is sponsored by Nick Phillips and is responsible for its content. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.